0: Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today, we are talking to one of our favorite people in the world of audio drama—that is Casey Wayland of We're Alive Wayland Productions—has uh, put that together. And We're Alive, of course, uh, did finish up its four seasons of uh, epic zombie apocalypse adventures, um, twenty-five plus hours, something like that, of content over the years. Um, You know, in the fully realized story of of the whole um, zombie apocalypse, uh, something like 38 million downloads and counting fans from across the world, uh, people who've gone on cross-country road trips to see them perform their stories, all sorts of uh, great stuff, just one of those true phenomenons in the world of podcasting um, that shows that it's, uh, you know, that the the audience for well-crafted audio drama um, is out there and interested and excited about this kind of content. Um, so he's, uh, you know, just a wonderfully interesting and talented and hardworking producer. Um, he's working on a new project now, which is Lockdown, uh, which spins off in the We're Alive universe, tells some stories about characters who uh, we didn't hear much of in the uh, main We're Alive saga, though it does have some of the characters um, the, that you know and love sort of as side parts, um, but they're not the main focus of that. Um, that project is currently on Kickstarter. Um, it is the be running to the end of June 2015. So if you get this in time, uh, do make your support at the Kickstarter uh, We're Live Lockdown. Just uh, Google it or check out the show notes for here for Ready Drum Revival. Uh, we're going to be featuring. our interview with Casey in just a moment. And after that, we'll have about 20 minutes um, of the We Are Alive saga of a moment where a group of the characters actually encounters this prison complex, um, the Two Towers Correctional Facility, uh, somewhere in Los Angeles, which is, of course, based on a real location. So uh, without further ado, our uh, great friend Casey Whelan of We Are Alive. All right. uh, Well, welcome uh, here to Radio Drum Revival. Uh, So thrilled today to have Casey Whelan back on the show. Uh, Casey is, of course, uh, the creator of We're Alive, which uh, has sadly reached its end, except maybe... Not quite. Uh, Casey is uh, has a Kickstarter that's live now uh, for lockdown. Uh, we talked to him uh, a little bit back when we were at South by Southwest in March. Uh, we've got him back on the show. That Kickstarter is live, as he mentioned, and uh, we can probably talk a bit more about what's happening in the lockdown world. Uh, Casey, welcome back. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we've we've had fun over the years, and uh, you know, as I said, we talked just back in March, and at that point, you were. Uh, had just uh, you were sort of just announcing lockdown, but it, what what's developed in the last couple of months that you can tell us about?
1: Uh, well, we're knee deep in production right now. Um, the script is already done, and I, I think I, I was done by the last time I talked to you. Um, but now it's it's fully cast. Now we have all the the actors taken care of. Uh, we had a. The cool thing is we actually had a casting director this time around which was very very helpful um and we are starting to bring on different crew members and starting to organize a schedule and recording dates and all that fun stuff and contracts and all the complicated production stuff is is in full swing while at the same time the the kickstarter campaign is just starting to uh be in the last six days so it's almost like the culmination of a lot of stress all at once.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna uh, curious about that uh, as you as you started mentioning it. You know, as a producer myself, you know you you got to produce it when you need to produce it. Um, but you know, many many people would obviously prefer to have their funding locked up before they they start. So are you are you kind of? I mean, it looks like you know with with any luck, we'll you'll be fully funded. Your um, sort of your last twenty percent, uh, last ten grand you're trying to raise now. Um, but have you sort of had to move forward? you know
1: sort of assuming that you're gonna uh, gonna do it that's the tricky part is yeah you kind of have to um our, our schedule the way that we have everything laid out um originally we didn't want to do kickstarter it was one of those things where we had an outside funder who wanted to come on board but then um it ended up falling through and kickstarter was like the the best secondary option but it's one of those things where like our production schedule kept going forward to try and hit a a sort of a release date that we that we had in mind and at the same time you have to keep on like in a way sort of writing those blank checks where it's like, hey, I'm bringing you on. let's just hope that everything goes well and uh, we get our funding.
0: yeah well I mean and I so like I guess just real quick to hit the technical details it's Kickstarter we're alive lockdown if you if you search for we're live or or uh, on Kickstarter, you'll find it uh you're trying to raise fifty thousand dollars you as of uh wednesday the 24th of june you're at 40 grand hopefully you're going to be much closer to that by the time this airs on friday but uh you as a listener of Radio run revival you know go now to kickstarter support we're live i know casey would probably be having cool stretch goals um if if you do blow through the fifty thousand dollar mark so you know make it happen uh, and the reason I bring that all up is that uh, you know we've talked before, Casey, and you've you know we've and we've uh, had numerous numerous conversations uh, you know, both in one on one and then in group context sort of about the whole monetization of audio drama. And you know you are an example of a podcast that has been quite successful uh, with fans and, and large amounts of downloads. And to me, this is kind of like the moment where the fans can sort of like show you their love back for all of the show. And I guess, uh, I mean, do you agree is this the chance for people to really, you know, support We're Alive if they've, I mean, if they've enjoyed what you've been up to, this is the chance to to be part of making more happen?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about, especially the Kickstarter campaign, is you rely on the fans. And that's something a little nerve-wracking, too, for the first time. We're like, hey, we can't do this without you. So it's kind of... That is a little, uh, like, very uh, on edge. But at the same time, it also is an opportunity for the fans to help us go on to the next level. Because one of the things that a lot of people don't think about with Kickstarter is other businesses and other investors take a look at it like, oh, hey, they they were able to raise, you know, X amount of money supported by their fans... That means that this is an opportunity for us to, you know, further, you know, develop a relationship and maybe do more things. So hopefully the people will be able to see and we'll be able to get on other uh, advertisers and things like that saying, hey, people love the content. They're willing to pit, put their money where their mouth is for this sort of entertainment. So let's encourage them to do more. So hopefully... This is like the the tip of the iceberg of some more things yet to come.
0: Yeah, and and a little bit about just the kind of the fra- the business framework before we get into the actual, you know, content and production and things like that. Uh, but as I recall, so obviously we're live uh, was put out as a podcast. You did, you know, sort of remaster it and and went out through Blackstone. It's, it's available as a purchase as an audiobook as well. Um, is it my understanding this is not actually going to be podcast, though? So you you, you are selling
1: Lockdown. Yes. Uh, the, there are currently no versions or deals in the works to offer it free. Um, we might do some streaming uh, exclusive things for the uh, the fans who are supporting on Kickstarter. Um, we're, we're looking to see how we can do some sort of premiere version of that for our, our backers. Um, but it is going to be a purchasable item. It is going to be something that uh, fans are going to be able to, uh, to purchase, and it's one of those things where we're moving a little bit away from the podcast format just to, to try it out and see if the, the pay model will work. Um, relying on We're Alive as the free podcast version. It's 48 hours. There's plenty of content there for free, um, but if you're really invested and you love the story, you want to get more this is the, the, the ways of, of, of doing that. And uh, I think it's a, a good model. We're kind of testing it out and seeing how it works. Um, and who knows, maybe down the line, we will be able to get some advertisers and some uh, backers on board to actually get it onto the podcast channel or things like that. So for the short term, it's going to be pay only. And then maybe, um, at, I'd say at least um, a couple months, maybe a month, who knows how long it would be a free version comes out, but definitely all the backers will get like total exclusive early rights, and then later on, the people who want to purchase it afterwards, the free version won't come online for for a little ways after. Uh,
0: specifically how that relates to podcasting, I'd like to talk a little bit more later, but uh, first let's talk uh, just simply about the the kind of the nature of this production. You'd mentioned earlier, uh, just before we went on, uh, about how there are some sort of unique complicating elements about this show, are, are there things that you you can divulge um, you know that make this more difficult? Or, or not necessarily more difficult, but more complex or uh, different than than uh, what you've been doing so far with
1: the previous seasons of We're Alive? Well, one of the things that I think is the different than when we first did We're Alive is we are casting everything um, in one big old bulk casting session, so to speak, of, of we have to get all these people at once. And we haven't had to do that since the very beginning of We're Alive. And as lucky as we are, were back then, um, it, we really just struck gold with the, the amount of people that we got in the in the roles. And these mm-hmm. roles are a lot more specific; they are tailored for very very narrow spectrums of characters that we couldn't really change. Um, in terms of just some of them, you couldn't go with a different gender because it's it's a jail. You know, you can't really switch a character's gender or something like that. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the dynamics of how uh race, religion, and culture come in the backgrounds of certain, these certain characters really narrow the spectrums for casting. So we had to go with uh, a casting director this time, which is the first time we've ever done that, where we went through and, and filtered a lot more auditions. Um, and then we also did a lot more callbacks this time, where I think for one of the roles, uh, we had to have the person audition like three different times just for the this one particular role. So we're incredibly... Uh, picky this time around. Uh, new contracts. New. Uh, we're under the new media contract with Afra, um, which is now Afra Sag. So the merger of the two. This is the first time we've actually had to deal with the both at the same time. With We're Alive, we had some grandfather clause things. So now it's all new with these with these new contracts. And so it's a it's a little bit of a learning curve for us. Um, also, the funding for everything is much much more expensive. Um, mainly because we're doing a, podca- or not a podcast, we're doing a project that's like five or six hours released, c- sort of all at once. Uh, we will release it in three pieces, like one week after the next. But really, you have to have a composer be able to like do a lot of music. So there's everything that we did before just basically amplified the the stakes and became more costly and more. Uh, difficult to do now that we're doing something a little bit more all at once yeah
0: well it sounds like you also are sort of you know continuing to up up the game and you know uh you know i I don't know i mean in terms of like your your casting talent obviously uh working with union actors um and uh out of curiosity um you know it's hard i guess you probably are they probably all film actors that you're finding i mean are people familiar with you know, audio and podcasts. Is this something where, you know, actors actually kind of know a little bit more about what you're doing than they, than they may have, say, five years ago?
1: Um, I'd say a, a little bit. It's it's a little of both. Um, I think the people who are coming in for auditions, if they're savvy, they'll take a look at the project online and listen to it a little bit and kind of get the style before they go on audition. So that's something that's kind of new. Um, we didn't have that when we first did the, the, the casting for We're Alive because there wasn't anything to listen to. So that's kind of, they get a little bit of a like, oh, this is what we're doing. Um, But the the interesting part is, like, when we're we're casting it, we mostly get people who are just really good actors. Um, And it's whether they have a voiceover background or not. um, There are some people actually that have beautiful voices. Like, if I was doing a radio commercial, they'd be cast in a heartbeat. But when I'm listening to them read the dialogue, I'm hearing that sort of, like, radio uh announcer tones and so it's like and those people don't make it through the second round so it's it's sort of a different style um that we we cast for for my projects that i i'm looking for like a uh, particular person who can like you believe that the lines that they're saying rather than it sounding really good yeah it
0: is funny how that works is where uh just you may have a great voice but you need you do truly need to be an actor uh to bring this stuff alive and to make it feel like a like a, like a real world uh and you know in terms of just in general uh when you get into the studio uh you know what lessons have you learned uh you know in terms of uh, you know whether that's you know grouping actors together or 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 in direction or in just you know on on the ground of the studio what lessons you learned from producing we're alive to date that uh are going to be valuable on this project and now that it has sort of uh raised up a notch a bit
1: uh, well, a couple things actually, uh, I'll dive into the technical ones. First. Uh, we have some new ideas for, uh, some recording techniques that are going to be a little bit different. Um, one of them is we're going to make a shout station and this is a little, it makes sense to do it this way. Um, but what we were having is when we were recording in a studio and we had, uh, we use shotgun microphones because it, it gets the best dynamic range. And when somebody shouts, there, a lot of the times uh, they're going from a quiet moment to a shouting moment and we can lose a performance if we're trying to adjust the gain on the fly. Um, so what ended up happening was we're, we're actually creating a station where the characters can shout. We're actually going to set up two different microphones at two different gain levels, um, both pointed in opposite directions so that if we by chance clip on one, we won't clip on the other and we'll always be able to, to get a good take. So that's, that's something technical and new. Um, The other one is a crawl station, similar to the the shout station, where we're actually going to set up a microphone um, on the ground, so to speak, where an actor can actually get on their belly if they're crawling around for a scene. That way they can, um, because your your diaphragm just gets crushed when you're doing that, and that way we can get that natural, weird, uh, like crushed reflection of you being on your stomach. yeah and a uh, direction uh one of the things i'm doing for direction is uh one of our like trade you know ways that we do it is we we do three pages at a time and um when we set up three pages one of the things that uh i've come to realize is that if i preface the scene or what the three pages are uh, like a summation um it tends to go better for the first take so what i'm going to do is uh, we're going to break down the script and have a synopsis for every three pages That way, when we go to the next three pages, we can preface the actors of what's going on, where it's going in the scene. and uh, So they're knowledgeable. That way we get even a better first take. And then the the adjustments from there as a director I can do and not have to worry about some of the details. Because it's a lot of a lot of material we're going to cover really quickly, so this way we can kind of move at a little bit of an elevated pace.
0: Yeah, and we could probably, just to two of us, riff on this for a bit, but, um, you know, listeners, you have done some nice write-ups uh, in the past and, and talked about it, but, you know, in, in general, um, yeah, I, it, it, it must be really fun to be working there in the studio, and it sounds like, you know, the nature of the piece, uh, being in jail in the middle of the, uh, you know, zombie epidemic has got to have lots of... Uh, lovely claustrophobia uh, and, and some and some interesting you know interpersonal moments. Um, so you talk talking bit about, <laughs> about um, just the the story of lockdown and how it is and is not uh, the we're alive we've grown to know and love Sure.
1: Um, it's there are some cameos from the the old story. Um, we do have some of the old characters coming in and reprising their roles but they're not the main characters they are uh, they support the plot is, is what's what's happening is you, you'll see them a little bit here and there they're in the beginning um they're not like the main stage as as the story goes but it's a um it's kind of a whole new core group of characters uh that are stuck in the middle of the the prison during lockdown and we have to like really struggle to find a way out because in the reality of these these scenarios uh especially in a jail is you get stuck there there's no way out they actually sort of make it so that in a disaster scenario none of the inmates get out because that's kind of the the purpose of a jail so when something bad happens unless someone goes to open the door you're not going to get out and it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen with these characters and i've got to develop a whole different arc for different ones but at the same time also be able to like interweave it uh to where it it's integral and supports the main storyline of we're alive but also covers new stuff and fills in blanks for other things. So it's sort of like this weird hybrid where it's standalone, but also a companion. So anybody who's listening can kind of enjoy what's going on.
0: Uh, in terms of like inspiration, you know, what what is it about, uh, you know, the, the prison scenario? Is this something you've been brooding on for a while or have you, how, were you inspired or, uh, you know, did, did some event uh, with, with prisons, you know, what, what, what got that creative idea banging around in your
1: head? Um, ac- weirdly enough, it actually had to do with when I was going through, um, the original storyline and I would develop side stories, um, that filled in what happened when the characters weren't there. Cause one of the things about we're alive is the perspective is, is locked to the person who's telling it. So it was kind of limiting in what I was able to do and where I was able to go. And so I had to develop these, these stories of, of other characters that we never meet. And one of them was... The story of what happened in this jail because it's the aftermath you see a lot of it uh in the previous series so i was like this is one of the best stories we have let's go with this one first and it just kind of lends itself uh, a lot to uh being an independent because you don't have to know about the, the rest of the world that happened before because you kind of get to rediscover it through these characters in a very different perspective. And so it just really gave it uh, all these little things pointing in the right direction made me feel like this was the best story to tell in sort of this standalone fashion and kind of test the waters before I go on to uh, my next projects, which I might, after We're Alive Lockdown, I might actually go on and, and start to work on the next series uh, that I've I've been kind of waiting to do, but it's one of those things where let's see how the funding goes for this, and then hopefully we can be able to build and make something to where we can actually be able to instead of making this a one-time thing, we can actually produce it in a in a regular fashion.
0: Yeah, I and mean, I'm sorry just because you said it. Um, when you when you tease new ne- next series, is that more Tales of We're Alive, or is that a whole a whole new
1: world? Um, I can't really. Say anything just yet about it, but um, there I've been working on two other series. Actually, one of them um was significantly longer than than We're Alive. I actually worked on it like probably over a decade ago and been working on it ever since. So it's been one of those things where I've 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 loved to do um like work on it and put it put a lot of little ideas into it. But the problem is um that I don't want to get in the scenario of We're Alive. Is We're Alive was great, but We're Alive also just about killed me in terms of just like the amount of labor that I put into it, and I want to have other people edit while I can focus on writing, where, you know, with We're Alive, I did a, a lot of editing. So it's one of those things where I'm trying to, like, you, you got to kickstart the engine and get it moving, and hopefully you don't have to, like, constantly, like, siphon gas yourself. You want to have someone else, you know, give you a little bit to, to keep the, the car running yeah Uh, and
0: yeah so you you could imagine you know if if you had solid funding having several things going where you could focus on the writing and development but you don't need to be in there in the trenches on every single element of production the way you, you had to in the early days
1: yeah that's that's the plan is is kind of like um i want to find a way to make this business model very viable to where i can actually have like do this full time and we just haven't got there yet the lockdown's one step in the right direction and who knows maybe it'll it'll kickstart something big so uh eh, kickstart <laughs>
0: <laughs> well okay well so again Kickstarter uh, we're live lockdown um, definitely show your love for we're live and KC. support more um, prison zombie apocalypse stuff uh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear the the product um and and real quick before we close. Casey, well, not maybe not real quick, but the the, the you know in general, um, not only have you evolved as an artist um, and We Are Live sort of mature as a project, but we've that's also happened at a very interesting moment in sort of podcasting history where you know, the landscape in 2009 versus 2015 is is profoundly different. And, you know, shows like We're Alive and then, of course, you know, Serial and Night Vale, those shows have sort of brought the concept of of podcasting to the greater world. And and so I guess, uh, you know, what do you think, what do you make of of the changes that have happened in the podcasting realm? Like, uh, you know, I'm sure every now and again, you look over into TV and film and maybe, you know, wonder if you could do something there again. Or are you really feeling like, you know, we're onto something good here in the audio realm.
1: Uh, more, more and more. I mean, I've, I've danced around possibly like um, for We're Alive to be adapted on television. And one day I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. But it's it, that kind of stuff goes into a realm of, of budgeting and funding that um, you kind of want to do it right the first time and you don't want to undercut yourself. So it's one of those things where I don't want to try to do something shorthanded, and for anything in the visual world, it gets incredibly expensive, and and it's one of those things where if you do it wrong, you won't get the opportunity to do it again. So you have to be very careful, and that's where I've like I'd love to do television and film, and it would be great, but to be honest, more and more I've really loved doing things in the audio drama realm, and I think we've sort of like been. In some ways, like got to be a little bit of a pioneer in this in this realm of like style and oh, how do you transition from scene to scene? I mean, the language of film has been written over and over and over by people and reinvented so many times that it's 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 really hard to do something new. But in this realm, really, it's you can do almost whatever you want. You just have to figure out how to uh, best make it work in the medium. And I think we've gotten you know so much good response that it's like. I'm more excited to try and stay in this realm and make this realm a possibility of, of, you know, a viable business versus, like, over in film. But it doesn't mean that I wouldn't exclude it with the right funding. So it's it's a it's a little of both. But I'm I'm more excited to try and you know maybe stay in this realm for a little while longer. Yeah, excellent. Well, um, the, the
0: you as listeners, best way you can do that is to support um Casey's, uh um the We're Live Lockdown. We're Live Lockdown is on Kickstarter right now. It'll be. Uh, so six days, that's running till the end of June uh, 2015 and um, then what, maybe this fall or winter is when you're going to start having episodes?
1: Yeah, we're looking it's going to be most likely three episodes in total, each one about approximately an hour and a half to two hours each Um, because it's in all, all, it'll be about five and a half to six hours, so it's a pretty long piece and uh, we're trying to get it done by the end of October, but then it's we don't really ha- we haven't set a release date because uh, one it's not recorded yet so that's a that's a huge thing. Two, the Kickstarter campaign's not done yet, so it hasn't been funded. <laughs> yeah. um, and three, we never want to like pigeon ourselves into a uh, a date that isn't flexible, especially when it's like we try and focus on uh, quality over you know a deadline. I'd much rather like have it come out in December and be absolutely amazing um, than waiting you know just pushing it too early and being not as good.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks so much again, Casey. Um, You're always up to excellent stuff. And and there have been a lot of cool interviews uh, related to lockdown. You've had the opportunity to uh, speak at a few places. I I particularly enjoyed, um, uh, which was the Army army times Uh, yeah army times they did a really nice job and actually like spent some time getting to know you and and talking about it and not just sort of you know getting past the headlines a bit uh so i I definitely encourage you if you want to you know uh check out some of the other interviews out there um as well as of course put your money uh behind the phenomenon of we're alive at the kickstarter campaign uh casey thanks so
1: much yeah thanks fred it's been it's always a blast
0: all right, now is was Casey Wayland. Um, I mentioned the Kickstarter links about a dozen times, so we'll um, not pass it again. But do please um, show your support for We're Alive. It's the one opportunity to do that and uh, help make more We're Alive happen. Uh, we're now going to feature a, a chapter from uh, We're Alive called Chasing Ghosts Part 2. This is Chapter 42, actually sort of towards the end of the whole saga. Um, so we're not going to play a huge amount of it so we don't uh, give away too many spoilers, but we are going to hear um, a little bit about this location that is revealed. So here you go.
2: We're alive, a story of survival. Chapter forty two Chasing Ghosts. Part two of three.
3: Looks like we're going to beat you there. Hang a left on Hill Street. It's more open. I know where I'm going. Do you?
4: Just trust him. He might know the roads better.
5: Fine. All right, just hang in there, Puck. Oh, quick. Don't know if there's any more coming. I won't be able to finish him off. We're still a good ways out from his location. You're, you're gonna have to take care of him. I ain't fit. All right, I'm not trying to just get here, okay? My
6: leg's fucked.
4: He didn't mean that we... Just keep applying pressure.
6: I don't know if that's a good
4: idea, Huck ah. Huck! Huck!
5: Oh, no... That ah, fuck! I'm so good, I'm so good, I just... I just had to shoot at... Then ah. stay off the radio and watch yourself.
4: We're not that far out.
7: Should be your next right. Sorry. Not before wasn't trying to hurt any of you.
3: We don't need to talk about this right now.
4: What was he doing out of the jail? Who was with him?
3: Robbins, Carl, and Muldoon.
4: All of our soldiers.
3: Oh, oh man. man.
4: Is, is that it? Th- That way, looks like smoke, I think.
7: Yeah, I think you're right. Heading there. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, we'll be ready. Towers correctional facility. It's a lot like our tower in Dunbar. Tell me that's some kind of coincidence.
3: Crazy. Huh?
4: Huck? Where you at? I think we're here.
3: Come on, man. Pick up. Pick up.
4: Huck! This place is big. Where are you?
6: Oh, Vicus. Think...
7: By the Lone Zombie. Hurry. There! There! Turn in there!
4: We rounded the corner into the open area. The first thing we saw was the truck, on its side, smashed in on the left with a small trail of smoke coming out of it. The next was Puck. He was leaned up against the chassis on the ground, with Datu's gun next to him. Blood soaked his left leg and left arm, while his face was bruised and swollen. I could barely tell who it was.
3: That's close enough. No, Mama, stay back. Let us go first. No. Riley, there
7: and there. I got this side. Uh. Oh, man.
3: I got
4: this, just to help out when I ask, all right?
3: Just get me out of here. Sit back and let us work. Don't move. There's no one else here, right? No one we can help inside?
7: Trucks destroy. Oh, the 50 cal too. We can't fix it this time. We can just gotta get whatever ammo's left.
4: Puck, breathe in and out. Normal. Best as you can, okay? Airway's good. Lungs aren't a problem.
6: It's just everything else, huh? Holy god. Look at this
3: thing. What? If... Ooh. Just watch our backs. Stop fucking around.
4: Tib Bib, compound fracture, and I think is almost broken. In a few spots. Bleeding's not too bad but...
3: oh, <clears> though. <throat> uh he might have a concussion.
4: Got bruising all along oh, here. Something must have hit him hard. Oh shit. The
6: fucking thing over there.
3: I'm gonna lay out the stretcher. Should we move him? Yeah, yeah, dude. Just there might be more.
4: Put a C clamp around his neck. We'll stabilize him the best we can.
3: All right, we gotta move you on to this. Let us move you, okay? Three, two, one. He's on. Get that in.
6: Wait, wait, get the camera. We need you to... No, get it. This won't be for nothing.
4: I got it. I hope it still works. It's all beat up. Shit, I need to stabilize his leg a bit more.
7: If you get the chance, you may want to see this.
3: What are you... Whoa. Is it a behemoth or? Oh,
7: fuck if I know. When did they get it all, Perry? Uh, it's just the one. Jeez, it's missing its head. Hey, get a picture of this thing.
4: Uh, I, I think it worked. M- maybe. Alright, get over here. Grab the other end.
3: Go!
6: Get that just gone too. Uh, don't leave.
7: What, that thing? Sure. Shit, we got
4: movement! They're inside! Open the back doors, we need to keep them flat. Lay out the pillows and blankets to keep them stable in the center.
3: Riley, go! I got our backs! I'll go in first. Hang in there, we're almost... Alright, lower him. Slowly.
4: Uh, He's again. I'll stay back here with Puck. Just get us through the colony.
7: Wait, take the gun thing. I'm grabbing the other 50 cal ammo. I'll cover you.
3: Bob. You drive?
7: Yeah. Uh.
4: Call Michael, tell him to turn around and head back to the colony. Not Dunbar, but I have more medical equipment there.
7: Michael, turn back around. We're coming your way. We got him.
5: Let me know when you get close to the old tower. We'll meet up and escort you the rest of the way. Is it just Puck? Uh,
7: Yeah. He's the only survivor.
3: I don't know if I'll be able to make it back tonight. I'm kinda stuck here at the colony.
5: Who's at Dunbar now? Just Kelly and Lizzie? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with those two alone.
3: Yeah, me neither. Can you go?
5: I don't know if I can. I have Datu with me. We're about to head to safe house 12.
3: Why there? Where are you now?
5: I'm still outside the gate, and I have to stay with him. 12's the closest place.
3: Screw that. You should be here.
5: Uh, I know. How is he?
3: I think he's gonna be okay. He's fucked up, but... yeah.
5: <sighs> this is so frustrating!
3: It's alright. I'll keep you posted.
5: Well, did he say anything else about what happened?
3: Hasn't had a chance to. My mom's still in there with him.
5: You know what, screw it. I'll leave Victor, Max, and Datsu here outside the gate. I should be there in a few minutes.
3: That'd be good. See you soon.
5: Once we're done here, I'll see if we can find a way to get you back to Dunbar. Thanks. Yep, out.
3: You get everything you need? CJ's notes?
7: Yeah, I think so. The a spot she mentioned here on this page. Two encounters with maulers off from sunset on our residential. I'm thinking maybe there's something around there. Maybe worth checking out.
3: So that's it. You're gonna be leaving now. Well, Riley's
7: sleeping next door, so we'll spend the
3: night. Even after this, you still think leaving's a good idea?
7: Well, it might be easy to lose sight with everything that's happened, but there's more than one evil we need to fight. <sighs> hey, I brought something for you. For everybody. It's back at Dunbar with our Jeep shitload of ammo for you.
3: Where'd you get that?
7: Well, I had a mailing list at my shop. I went house to house, getting what we needed. I thought you might be running low. Between Riley and me, well, we don't need all that. It's mostly smaller caliber stuff, but they should keep you stocked for a while. Thanks. Don't mention it. So, uh, Datu, he's changing. Yeah, they're
3: having him fix something before he's gone.
7: The water pump thing. Yeah, I kind of put the pieces together from what we heard over the radio. And the, the radon stuff too. Remember that biter in the lab coat when we were standing on the roof that night when you first got me? That? Oh. oh yeah. Yeah, he worked there. That's where I heard it before. Yeah, he's a clever shit. Makes sense, our tattooed friend used to work there too. You heard all that over the radio? All that and this packet from CJ's notes on the Maulers. I gotta, you know, get caught up in what you all have been doing. Stay informed.
3: What about you guys? Between us, is there something else you're leaving out? If I had anything to tell, I would.
7: To be honest, it's been slim pickings out there. You know how much I'd rather just stay here with everybody? It breaks my heart. I miss you guys. Both do. It's hard but it's what I gotta do. You may not see it that way, but I'm not a soldier and I'm not a colonist or whatever else you're calling yourselves these days. I get to choose what I think is best, for myself, for the group. It's my choice. Any news?
4: (sighs) Nothing's changed. He's stable, still in resting.
7: You uh, think you'll make it?
4: Fortunately, there's no signs of any internal damage or bleeding. But he's going to be in that bed for a very long time. It's going to take months before all the breaks and fractures heal.
7: Did he tell you what happened?
4: Just that one of those things hit him. I didn't ask him details about the others. I've just been focusing on treating him. I'm sure his body's not the only thing that went through trauma.
3: Is he still awake?
4: I'm afraid to let him sleep with that concussion. It's limiting what painkillers I can give him.
3: Can you uh, find out more from the pictures he took? Camera got smashed pretty good. I think someone's still trying to get the photos off it. Well,
4: if they can't, don't tell him. Puck was pretty adamant about us getting those. He wants to know that what he went through meant something.
3: So you have no idea what happened to everyone else?
4: I think he's waiting to tell Michael.
3: He left a few minutes ago. Should be here soon. He's on his way? Yeah, he is. He left to outside the gate. Knew you wouldn't make an exception. Because you're so careful about who you let be here. It's
4: all for good reasons.
3: I'm sure it is. Hey, what have you got there? Are those the... The
0: pictures. We were able to get them off the camera. A few of the files are corrupt, but you can see most of the
7: images. Can I look?
4: I don't know how helpful these will be without someone explaining them. Puck's waiting for Michael. Don't make him relive this twice. I
3: won't. I'm gonna go see Lady. There's gonna be enough people in there.
4: She's... With hope, I think. First house on the block by the farm.
3: Thanks. Go <clears throat> down that way.
5: Hey. You have something to say to me?
4: I don't think now's the best time.
5: Good. It's not.
0: I took the liberty of transmitting these pictures up to Kelly. Should be done uploading by now. And
4: we can get her on the speakerphone there to listen.
5: Why would you need to... He
4: hasn't really gone into the details of what happened. I think he's been waiting for you.
5: Oh. Can I, uh... I think it might be best if you stay out here.
7: Yeah, okay. I still got a lot of reading
5: anyways.
0: If you want, I can stay out here as well.
4: I can listen in with Kelly.
5: Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
4: Take the pictures with you. These are your copies. Hey, Sarge. Hey, Corporal. Any changes?
6: Dizzy, still. Just about every corner of my body's numb now, so we're all good. How many purple hearts is this? It's in the line of duty, right? Uh,
5: is that the biggest thing you're worried about? No. Guess it's not. But that's, yeah, you're right, it's covered. I just uh, set to fill out the paperwork. Good. Because that's like gold for
6: promotions, right? Yeah, and I'll be sure to put in a good word. Yeah, you better. Oh, Oh, God. Shouldn't have done that. Laughter's not the best medicine. Oh, shit. There I go again.
4: Hey, hey, hey. Take a breath. Take a deep breath.
6: Okay, okay, I'm calm. I'm good. Oh, man. Do you have any idea how much I'd like to sleep right now? It's scary to want something so bad, but can't, cause it'll kill
5: you. Like women. Oh, oh man! Michael! I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself.
3: I'm gonna tell pigs.
5: Oh, great. How long have you been listening?
3: Long enough. I passed her in, right after you left.
5: Jeez, how many a...
6: people are on that thing?
5: Well, they're just gonna take notes, okay?
6: Yeah, yeah, I get it. At least I don't gotta write a report. That's a plus, right?
4: you sure you want to do this now? We can wait if you No,
6: no. If I gotta stay awake, I might as well do this. I could forget after I sleep, so... I just... There's a lot.
5: Where to start? Well, what time did you get there?
6: Little afternoon. And we ended up going towards the back of the compound and... uh...
7: Ah, seriously? What? I found something. I don't know what he said yet, but it might be important.
4: He hasn't even started. Why don't you just let Michael... No.
6: What is it? I want to know.
5: Oh, it's guy. All oh, this guy now, right?
7: Sure. Is that Bert?
5: Just come on. What is it?
7: Well, this guy, Austin McKibben. Well, he was in the copies of papers you gave me, and it says here you aren't sure who he is, just that he was on trial.
1: Victor said he looked familiar, but that was about
5: it. You recognize
7: him? Oh, yeah. I got a good look at him up close and personal. A few of us did.
5: What? What are you talking
7: about? Well, take him, at about, oh, several hundred pounds. Guess what you get? Arrowhead. What? You know, the big one who attacked Riley and Angel at the arena, and us at the colony. You know, the one I disarmed and killed at the gate.
4: No way. What page is that? What's the file number?
7: He was in the jail with the tattoo man, huh?
4: Yes, why?
6: Because he wasn't the only one. People were left to rot and die in there. There was nowhere to go. It gave Roberts a lot to play with.
2: Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. Starring Jim Gleason, Otto Sturk, Nate G's, Shirley Jordan, Brett Newton, Christian Vieira, Sean Lewin, Jay Oligario, Constance Parn, Graham Bechtel, Tammy Klein, Scott Marvin, and Tony Ray. I'm Michael Swan. Written and directed by Casey Wayland. Line producers... Blair Wayland and Grayson Stone. Script supervisor, Jackie Zou, Zinterns, Ray Husky and Lauren Kroon. Voice cut by Brent McLean. Edited by Grayson Stone and Casey Wayland. Music selections and intro by Brother Dan. Produced by Casey Wayland and Grayson Stone. We're Alive. The serial audio drama was created by Shane Salk and Casey Wayland. For a complete list of crew, please visit www.zombiepodcast.com. This has been a Wayland production.
0: All right, and that was a piece from We're Live uh, Season Four, Chasing Ghosts, um, Part Two. Um, that location, the Two Towers Correctional Facility, is uh, in the is the setting of the new show, Lockdown, which um, Casey hopes to be able to produce with your support through Kickstarter, currently going on at Kickstarter.com, and check out uh, We're Live Lockdown. All right, and in the meantime, hundreds of hours of programming at radiodramarevival.com. We've got uh, news and reviews and other good stuff on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com forward slash radiodramarevival, and Twitter at radiodrama. You can follow us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Again, look for Radio Drama Revival. And that is a wrap for this week at Radio Drama Revival. produced by yours, truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Submissions editor is Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. Copyright of individual shows. Remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival is a production of Radio Drama Revival, LLC. And is podcast at radiodramarevival.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.